Spread and chlamydia, golden showers. <laughs> Koalas are freaks. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Taking the Cynic Route. I am Jeff, one of three regulars on the show. This is episode 14. This show has a special guest. His name is Scott Monahan, and it was uh, it was pretty fun having Scott on. He's a very, very smart guy, very funny, good good podcast guest, if I may say so myself. We went all over the map. We talked about incels. We talked about pro wrestling. We talked about Joe Pesci and Martin Scorsese movies, and we were quoting Last Tango in Paris. We jumped over to Disney movies. We told some terrible jokes involving Kurt Cobain. We talked about The Lion King and Star Wars. And we talked Opie and Anthony, Kevin Smith, the worst movies we ever saw. We talked about Jeopardy. It was a smorgasbord of topics. So, enjoy taking the cynic route. Juicy wet farts. We got farts. Other farts. 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 If you're easily offended, shark. What the fuck is going on? What this life's about? Taking the city. La 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 la. Lively bunch tonight. Bunch of dicks and one extra one tonight. We got bonus dick. <laughs> bonus God. dick in the house. One for the ear. <laughs> Key syllable is bone and bonus. So thank you for once again <laughs> taking the cynic route. Yeah, take, thanks for taking one up. Uh, yeah, up they, the ear in the ear. Would you quit fucking talking over? Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? Go ahead. They call me call. Bruce. Guinea Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's so confusing. <laughs> I am Jeff, and we have a special guest tonight, Scotty Too Hotty Monahan. That's me. All right. So you were saying, Scott, before we went live? Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere, I'm rushing around yesterday trying to get to the, to the girls' school concert. Uh, do you have a girl, or is that just your thing? My, It's my daughter. Okay. I'm coming to high school all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I was rushing around, and in a row... On the radio, on the same damn station, I heard across the universe, uh, shit, that Bob Dylan song that you just said, and I don't remember. Subterranean Homesick Blues. Yes, and then right into Fool's Rush In by Ricky Nelson and topped it off with Hot for Teacher before they went to commercial. It was wonderful. (laughs) That's quite the lineup there. Was that like the Towson station or something? What is 89.7? Yeah, I think think that's Towson, yeah. That sounds like something they would do. Yeah, but it was fun. I enjoy Actually, it. it's funny. Across the Universe has a lot of lyrics, and Subterranean has, like, twice as many. Yeah. And um, and then rolled right into a typical Ricky, Ricky Nelson song with about 18 words repeated four times. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the smorgasbord of, uh, of of tunes there. Yeah, I could do without the Hot for Teacher, personally, but... You're not a fan of that? I, I'm not really a fan of Van Halen in Yeah, general. I never was either, but it was just... It was an interesting way to cap off that block. Yeah, I mean, I like the rolling drums and everything to mm-hmm. it, but yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it, it really is... It is very... 
singular riffy. It's very, a very ZZ Topish. I, I, let me put it this way: I'm not a fan of David Lee Roth. That's uh-huh. that. It's just that that jumping spandex split topic, yeah. like just not yeah. really good vocals. So you're a Hagar guy. I am actually. If if I had to choose, I'm not gonna listen to either one. Hagar right. the horrible. All right. Yeah. I know that's probably sacrilegious in a lot of circles, but well, not, not this circle. Well, this sack is religious. It's fine. <laughs> it's not like you said. What's his name from Extreme? Oh, uh, Nuno new, new Betancourt. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wholehearted. Ugh. That was a brutal switch. <laughs> More than turds. I'm pretty sure that was just, I think that was just Eddie's hubris saying, I'll put any asshole up front and right. watch this. Wow. That's awesome. There's a hole in my shirt. Uh, it can only be filled by glue. <laughs> so what's new, yeah. fellas? Too much, Nothing. man. Uh, yeah. Springtime in America. So... I found out recently uh, something a little bit interesting to me. Anyway, find out. I don't know if you have been uh, following this sort of feud between John Oliver and Russell Crowe. I have not heard of it until right now. No, but that sounds amazing. Well, apparently John Oliver is, was just generally fucking with Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe you know, going through a divorce and... John Oliver bought a bunch of properties, uh, you know, so some personal items in the divorce auction of Russell Crowe's. Wow. Including, apparently, a jockstrap from Gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, in order to get revenge, apparently, Russell Crowe raised a bunch of money and donated it to this uh, wildlife research preserve zoo thing. In Australia, uh, and it is now known uh, the you know this research wing as the John Oliver Koala Chlamydia Award. That which wonderful somehow brings to light the fact that in Australia, over half of the koala bears are infected with chlamydia. Wow. It is running rampant in the koala population. In Australia. That is crazy. Now, I predict that John Oliver would find that hilarious and yes. embrace that sort he, of thing. He did say well played. Yes. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Which it is. I mean, having a koala bear STD ward named after you as revenge is, is pretty high up there. I mean, See, you really uh, got to kind of hand it to Russell Crowe. You know, part of me wants to go the bestiality route. But <laughs> it's funny because all they do, koala bears, is sit there in trees and chew the eucalyptus leaves and, and sleep. sleep. Right. That's sleep. All they, do. they sleep like 20 hours a day. Where are they getting and all this chlamydia? Pa- I was just saying, apparently <laughs> they bang dirty whores. <laughs> right. In the four waking hours they have. Right. I don't know, man. They got to, like... I don't know. I didn't even know that was a type of disease that could be like multi-species. Right. It's kind of it's odd. Well, well, apparently it's a chlamydia picorum, according to this article in the New York Times. Uh, that was responsible for most of the. Is that like chicken piccata? <laughs> yes. Uh, Saltier. Apparently, apparently that one cannot be. Uh, <laughs> apparently that one cannot be transmitted to humans. There's a second strain that well, can. That's infect, good. Thank God. There's a second strain that can infect humans. <laughs> are you <laughs> worried? Next right, time right. I bang a koala bear, I what, won't have to worry. This, this is a legitimate concern. <laughs> but however, hold, hold your hold your uh, hold your koalas. Hold, hold your zipper shut for a minute. 
because there is a second strain that can infect humans uh, if an infected koala were to urinate on someone, although Jeez. it's unlikely. Well, but if they're up in trees and you're walking around under the tree, they could splash a little on you or something if they if you're not careful. Yes, very much. <laughs> Spreading chlamydia, golden showers. <laughs> koalas are freaks. <laughs> well, uh, is things, this like a new are, things thing? Are, things are different in Australia. It strikes me they've been in trees for centuries, probably having chlamydia. Why is this all of a sudden a thing? Or is it like a new de- development thing? I don't know. I, I'm not that well researched. I, I don't suppose anybody is. But I would hope not. Anywho. Imagine that if that was your job. Just think if Steve Irwin would have been investigating koala vaginas right, instead exactly. of stingrays, he'd still be alive, goddammit. He'd, he'd just, just have chlamydia. A, a mean case of the clap. <laughs> yeah. <Right. laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh so asking, you know, what's new, uh apparently uh hmm. koalas <laughs> Koala are, ra- are raging yeah. with chlamydia. <sighs> so that's what I brought to the table this week. <laughs> that's cool. How about you, Guinea John? The more well, you know. I read something kind of disturbing in this magazine. Okay. It's just news digest magazine. What's the magazine? It's called The Week. Um it's like a news digest. There's this and thing. That's the week, as in like the measure of time, and not like right. W e e k. That's right. Yeah. Um, there's this article about uh, a group. It's called Incels. I n c e l s. <laughs> have you heard of this? No, I have. It's it's celibate men who hate women. Oh uh, yeah, I have heard, heard of this. <laughs> this is yeah. like so disturbing. All right, let me read a little bit of this, and I'll go quickly. After every terrorist mass murder in the West, people's first reaction is always the same: it must be a Muslim. But the man charged with driving a van along a Toronto sidewalk last week, killing eight women and two men, appears to have been inspired not by religion but by toxic masculinity. Uh, I'm not going to say the piece of garbage's name. 25 posted a Facebook message before the attack hailing the incel movement, an online community of involuntarily celibate men <laughs> that sprang up in 2016. So they're just like fucking losers. It, in a little bit more. Incels hate women for denying them the sex they believe is, quote, rightfully theirs. They call other people normies. Attractive <laughs> women are Stacys. Sexually successful men are Chads. And they revere, which means highly respect, uh, some other piece of garbage, the student who in 2014 killed six people in Isla Vista, California, as revenge over his failure to find a girlfriend. Uh, quote, the incel rebellion has already begun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> second ladder piece of garbage wrote on Facebook all hail supreme gentleman first piece of garbage um, so there apparently there are hundreds tens of thousands of these disaffected young men spewing their misogyny online um, before the internet well yeah, yeah. exactly right Thank you. tens um, of thousands tens seems like a high estimate um, thousands yeah, before the internet, it says here. I was going to say, say low. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but I would. I would think most. I mean, do you really? Th- I don't. I, I, okay, I. I, I mean, agree. There, there's not th- th- tens of thousands of members per se, but there's right. a lot of dudes not getting laid. Yes, that I can vo- agree like, with. Involuntarily, but, but, yeah. but right. not all of them don't think that it belong. You know, they deserve it. <laughs> little entitled fucking wives. Right, just Muslims. Right. <laughs> Just one more statement, and then okay. we could we could chat. Before the internet, these men may have smoldered in isolation or eventually <laughs> grown out of their juvenile resentments. But sites such as Reddit and 4chan—I've never heard of that—enabled them to quote amplify their feeling of legitimacy and egg one another on to punish women. In this case, with tragic consequences. Uh, 
that's just fucking crazy. Like, whatever happened to, like, jacking off and fucking being <laughs> Go, done with it? Going about your day. Yeah, like, <laughs> isn't that what that's for? Isn't that what masturbation is for? Like, from since time immemorial? Right. They just... Uh, get it, man. These fucking people. I know, can we just exterminate all of them? I mean, is there a list? I mean... Here's the thing. Yeah, can we get that people, membership list? <laughs> right. You gotta remember, these guys are too afraid to talk to girls... So I don't think we're going to be seeing a lot of terrorist attacks by them. I mean, Maybe here and there by these – by, you know, cowardly running over somebody in your va- – running mm-hmm. over Canadians, the most harmless people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean really. Why not just run a mower through a, through a barnyard full of baby chicks? <laughs> <laughs> it seems comparable. Right. You notice they didn't try this shit in, you know, Newark. Yeah, or or <laughs> Dallas, right, <laughs> right. Uh, so speaking of Isla Vista, I was out there one Halloween many many years ago, and Isla Vista is an absolute uh, insane place. It is just miles upon miles of college housing. Wow! Uh, and I was out there for Halloween, so it was just an absolute just one gigantic party. The place was nuts. Uh, it sounds like Athens, Ohio, which has a similar Halloween. Um, what's the college? You, I guarantee is you, it, Isla Vista is nothing like. Is it like uh, UCLA or in Ohio? It sounds like the kind of place where you have to try to not get laid. Right, pretty much. So who the like, <laughs> these <laughs> must people. be some real trolls? Oh, right, right, right. Like, wow. like really under the bridge kind of guys. Right, and well, I'm sorry to say you're not supposed to mate because you know, we don't want your genetics. <laughs> You know, this to me is a is a symptom of like this got instantaneous got to have my desire fulfilled society that we are encouraged like the consumer culture encourages yeah. us to go oh. out and buy anything immediately that we need to you satisfy. Need, yeah. You need immediate gratification. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? So these fucking jagoffs or lack thereof. Did you say jagoffs? Yeah. With a, with a G. Yes. Yeah. Why? Jagoffs. Because I'm a fan of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gene. Uh. So, so around around Isla Vista is a uh, University of California, Santa Barbara. All I'm yeah, all I'm saying is like you got to put a little work in. You can't just expect like in this Tinder culture of like I don't know like everyone feels like they they're gonna have their desire fulfilled in at the snap of a finger like you know fucking Thanos and shit. <laughs> <laughs> There's all entitled little. You just couldn't couldn't fucking help bats. yourself, could you? <laughs> couldn't help yourself. We couldn't have one goddamn episode without some type of comic book reference. Right? Uh, it was quick. It was quick and painless. Right, like the Flash. <laughs> Jam a pool cue up my butt. <laughs> uh, but you were saying though, I don't know. That's eh, whatever. It's a shame. Like you know, all we need is something else for fucking. I don't know. Something else to give guys a bad name. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's fucked up. Because we're not doing a good enough job of that by ourselves. Um, yeah. Here's something else about white anxiety if, <laughs> if, 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 <laughs> that I could share. Um, uh-huh. This is called The Real Reason Trump Was Elected. Okay. It was originally by Tom Jacobs in the Pacific uh, Standard. Uh, is now, the answer votes? Uh, it, it springboards off of this to not be just about Trump, about like white America in general. Um <laughs> It wasn't the loss of manufacturing jobs or economic anxiety that elected Trump, said Tom Jacobs. In a new study, blah, 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 uh, political scientists found that a pivotal group of voters, people who switched parties back to Trump, were motivated by the vision of a frightening fall in social status. Voters believed that the traditional primacy of white Christian males in the country was under serious threat. 
Indeed, the political scientists find Trump, the Trump base was convinced that white Christians face more discrimination in a rapidly changing America than blacks or Muslims face. That's why these voters were thrilled by Trump's white identity politics and attacks on immigrants, globalization, free trade, feminists, and political correctness. And why did a majority of white women vote for Trump? This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. A separate study found these women also felt great trepidation about the loss of traditional culture and want to maintain strict gender roles, distinct gender, gender roles for men and women. Oh yes, because okay. this is clearly all the things I thought of before voting. 100%. Right. This yeah. is all I thought about before voting. You know what I thought? Nonsense. I thought, man, Hillary's a cunt, and I can't believe the Democrat... Democrats couldn't find one Anyone. other person Thank you. with a goddamn pulse That's the end. to put That's up against the beginning them. and end of this. Period. Yeah. Here's, here's my problem okay. with, and I've heard this argument okay. incessantly. Okay. All right. There's one glaring problem with the we voted for Trump because we're scared white people. <laughs> and that's eight years with a black president. If anything yeah, was terms. going to right. motivate a scared white person to maintain their status – would it not have been that? Right. Oh, absolutely. I, I genuinely – this is just another smokescreen so that we don't talk about the loss of those manufacturing jobs. And you forget about the fact that our economy has been stagnant for 30 years. Hush up. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Mm-hmm. The crackers did it. <laughs> yeah. The eight years of a black president, and this guy's like real crafty too with his everything he's doing. He's trying to erase that last eight years. Oh, he's, he's trying absolutely to like, everything he's done. He's like trying to take the time stone, man, and just like <laughs> dial it back, time, time, <laughs> dial it back. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, 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 fuckity fuck. You fat Irish prick. Uh, this bit about women, too, man. I don't know. Like, it's crazy. I don't know. Um, do you think that, like, fucking centuries of women being traditionally, How do you like... fuck a century? <laughs> <laughs> do you think many, many centuries of women being, like, in the home and shit like that, and then... Them being in the workforce is a relatively recent development in human in the arc of human history. Right. Do you Less think there's like this sort of evolutionarily like bred in genetic resistance on their part to like, I don't know, be lazy? No, I want to <laughs> hear where this is going. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going out on a limb on this. I'm not saying that I believe I it. I'm not saying I believe it. It's just something a talking point to put out there. That's your disclaimer. Um. If you if, if if like a certain group is conditioned for centuries to behave and to live a certain way, and then all of a sudden, hey, there's a political change that's happened in the last twenty years, and all of a sudden, hey, Rosie the Riveter, this, that, and the other, women, women, this, like women's lib, that, like you got centuries stacked up behind you of of just sort of like you know passed down ways to behave and live. I mean, do you really think behavior is genetic, though? I mean, this is a good question. I don't. I think it's more. Uh, I mean, are you a nature? I think if you put guy? enough centuries behind it, it can I become think, that. Way. I, think I think there can both. be. So, yeah, yeah. I think there can certainly be some inclinations towards certain behavior. That's why people of certain races have a higher propensity to become alcoholics or have certain types of diseases that are really avoidable. But huh. lifestyle and culture sometimes can dictate that that isn't. But That's I don't. I don't know about that. See, I've always thought that the reason we got 
a civil rights movement and a women's movement was because of that injection into the workforce, because of World War II, mm-hmm. because it was all hands on deck. Right. So suddenly a woman that had never stepped out of the kitchen before is now working, working on a goddamn battleship. Right. And she's feeling all the empowerment and pride that comes mm-hmm. with working with your hands, earning a living. I mean, let's be fair. Some of them were working with their hands before that, too. <laughs> well, yes, of course. Jesus Christ. <laughs> among other things. <laughs> but uh, the same thing. Koalas. For, <laughs> it's the exact same thing for a black man that couldn't get a job digging a ditch before the war, and suddenly he's a machinist. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he's running a factory mm-hmm. floor. And then the boys came home and they said, all right, get your ass back to the other side of the tracks and you get into that kitchen and make me a victory cake. Right. Yeah, wow. And they did, but they remembered. Right. And they got se- angry. We've all seen a league of their own. And then, <laughs> and then 10, 15, 20 years later, a lot of their kids picked up the mantle because they remember hearing all these cool stories about what mom used to do. And yeah. now mom's pissed. She's depressed and sad. Wow. Enter right. pharmaceuticals. Right. Yeah. But right. Let's yeah. Stage let's, left. Let's rewind for a second, though. Uh, most of us have seen the League of the Rose. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Guinea John, uh, once again. Not, not, not to call anyone out. Well, if missed... somebody would bring me some goddamn regular non-Blu-ray DVDs to watch once in a while. <laughs> well, maybe if I'd... some of us would get with the fucking <laughs> 2004. Do they have a League of Their Own on Blu-ray? I'm sure they do. I'm sure it's at Walmart for like $4. Right. <laughs> dive in the bin and have at it. It's in a dual pack with with uh, eight men out. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I was going to say the babe. <laughs> yeah, even better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. I never liked the baseball movie. I liked the league. I liked... Major League. Major League yeah. is the finest, my personal It really favorite. is. I, I'd I, rather watch it than A Field of Dreams or nah. Babe. I liked Cobb, but I, great. I think that's because I just love Tommy Lee Jones, and Ty Cobb is such a fascinating... <laughs> Piece of shit. Psychopath. <laughs> it's a, he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like learning about Attila the Hun. You're like, nobody's this crazy, but he was. <laughs> Genghis wow. Khan of baseball. Oh, yeah. So it. we did discuss baseball movies in... in Previous episode at some point that probably hasn't even aired dropped yet. yet. Probably not. Um, but but I think Bull Durham was apparently rated. Yeah, by what some fucking one? hipster it, uh, with a fucking laptop I never liked at a Starbucks. It. Like, it was on Comedy Central, whom, you know, every single day <laughs> that I was in middle school <laughs> after school, <laughs> longer than that for like a decade. And, and I I don't think I ever sat down and watched the right, whole thing. Yeah, I've actually never seen it myself. Uh, Whoa! Stop the presses now! Just yeah, I'm pretty right. sure that aired longer on Comedy Central than Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon's marriage Mary. lasted. Right? <laughs> Wait, Bull Durham did? I, it was a joke on Comedy Central. Constant. That's what he was what? saying. It Is aired. that a comedy? Have, have you been here? It, it's supposed <laughs> to be a comedy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's. Huh. I would. I would. Interesting. Rank it in the comedic category. All right. Yeah, well, I need more so than anything shit. else. It's like a. F- right. I don't know. It's not a. Major League type funny. It's right. uh, Beverly Hills Cop type funny. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. Right. Except less people get shot. Fewer yeah. people. It's a lot less interesting. Less, bl- less black people, too. Right. Way, yes. D- Durham, North Carolina. Is that why they call them Bull Durham? Yeah. They're the Durham Bulls. I don't know why they called the fucking movie Bull Durham. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I, I yeah, really I don't know it, why. But yeah. Oh, there's not a character in there named Boulder. No. no. That's what I always assumed that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I assumed that was a character. It's based around the wow. the minor league baseball team, the Durham Bulls are an actual team. I don't know how Okay, 
they are now in the farm system of the Rays. And that movie came out 10 years before Tampa Bay got a baseball franchise. So I don't know where wow. they belong. They might have been uh, it might have been Montreal, the Expos before. No, because that was the Nats now, right? They're the Nats now. Maybe, but the farm system might have been. I'm oh, not sure, okay. though. Okay. Yeah, they probably, my ass. They probably just re, <laughs> realign every time they get a new city. Yeah. So what else is new? Got anything going on, Jeffro? Not in particular. Just, just trying to get through life. It's fucking taking forever. Yeah, life will not fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Never does. So, but uh, I saw I saw a pretty cool uh, documentary about Andre the Giant. That was good. Yeah, uh, which yeah, Scott and I briefly texted back and forth about it, but uh, it was good. It was. Pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. It was well done. Uh, what I what I will conclude that after watching it and really thinking about it, Andre the Giant was, even though he's he's touted as this great guy, nicest guy, everyone had nothing but great things to say about him. Mm-hmm. Had it not been for his size, he's kind of a piece of shit. Mm. Oh yeah, he was a hardcore alcoholic yeah. who just liked farting in front of everyone and well, stinking people out of a room. I mean, he was a, that's, the, just, that's the life we all want to lead, right? But that doesn't make him any less of a piece of shit, right? Like well, I'm just I saying, if, a, I wouldn't call him a piece of shit. It sounded like he was good-hearted. If you had to step over someone who was passed out in a hotel lobby from drinking too much, right. and they just let him lay there all night, well, I mean, you would normally. Right, but I'm saying if he was a normal sized person, right? I no, would you wouldn't accept that. Right. right, you would be like, "Oh, what a fucking loser!" Right, but hey, he so get he, this French fuck out of here. But he Wait. drank because he was in pain. No, I think he just drank because he loved to drink. Well, he's a 500 pound Frenchman. <laughs> he's got to drink. <laughs> this is true. Let's be real here. But he's going to drink. That's that's just what I'm getting at. Had it not been for his giant size, no one would tolerate his bullshit. Is no. what I'm saying. That's interesting. But I do like him. <laughs> all things. All... <laughs> I, I thought. Mean, he, was, he was certainly more personable than King Kong Bundy or <sighs> George the Animal Steel. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's a, he was a star. I met Nikolai Volkov pretty once. And he yeah, was, he's floating he, around he's, here. He's a good guy. I love Nikolai. He's yeah. great. He's a fun one. He loves this country, man. He's an alderman, and he's like a city building inspector. He loves fucking working for the government. <laughs> didn't, the you guy, say, yeah. didn't you say he, he auditioned, auditioned yeah. for uh, one of Chris's movies? Yeah, uh, a mutual friends movie, and nice. he didn't cast him. Right? How yeah. do you not? I don't know what Why? the fuck he was thinking. Oh. How do you not? I mean, he's well. I was gonna say he's younger, but he's your age. Chris is like pretty much your age. Yeah, he, he should know younger. who he is. But right, I mean, yeah, I mean unless he's not a wrestling fan, which I, I guess, I, yeah, I grew up. I mean, but any it. kid from the '80s really was. I mean, but what year? When were you born? What year? '84. What's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> you born in 1984, and you don't like uh, David Lee Roth, Van Halen. That is correct. Yeah. Wow. Well, of course not. You were six years old when Nirvana hit. It's <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I was in high school when Nirvana hit. Not a huge fan of Nirvana. Or no, either. actually, I think uh, well, I might have been middle school. I don't know. Right? Yeah, but they kind of they kind of swept. All that 80s hair metal right in the trash. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pretty big change. And it's funny because I was more into like thrash and stuff and then grunge came along. Give me Soundgarden or Pearl Jam any day of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle. Fuck them all. 
Yeah. I still say the most fundamental change there when grunge, quote unquote, started was just that they started using real drum sounds again instead of that stupid ca- cavernous Casio reverberant fucking yeah, right. studio it sound. Sounded like we've talked about musicians. that before. Yeah, like, but it was significant and welcome of a change. That's why are, why are sure. you quote unquoting grunge? Like that's not a legitimate. I'm, I'm not saying it's not legitimate. It's just a label that was applied. Like they're calling a return to basic drum sound. But they're giving it this flashy name, grunge. Ooh, you know, <laughs> it's just fucking rock and roll the way it was meant to be played. Like, the, the, yeah. you know, distortions in there still, and which is great. You but know, there's but no, no guitar solos, no. Uh, yeah. There were some solos, very some. few. Alive. Okay, I'll give Pearl Jam some solo credit. They did have but Nirvana solo. Nirvana, no, Nirvana was, didn't. They yeah, were Nirvana more. It was like four, the four note guitar solo. You yeah. know, they definitely. But see, I think all those big four kind of latched on to their own sub aesthetic, and Nirvana was definitely more punk. Mm-hmm. While Pearl Jam definitely always had a more classic rock which feel is, to it, which is probably right. why I enjoy Pearl Jam. More and it's, than Nirvana. it's kind of the same way. Like I noticed that metalheads tend to prefer Alice in Chains. Because they had a little no, flavor that, of that, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all I know is that Kurt Cobain lied to me, and I, I, res- I resent him for that. <laughs> per- personally? Personally? He did have a gun. So exactly. He's like, yeah. he's like, I swear I don't have a gun. And snap. Guess what? Had a gun. There was another song, too, where he speaks about a gun, too. What was it? It's escaping me right now, but another one of his songs says shit in there about a gun. Blast to the face in the key of B flat. <laughs> it's my favorite. That's my f- favorite song by Kirk Cobain. Uh, why did Why did uh, Why did Nirvana stop doing press conferences? Is this a joke, or is this a riddle? <laughs> no, it's I don't know, Bruce. Why? Because Kirk kept shooting his mouth off. Oh, <laughs> oh god, damn it! <laughs> what color were Kirk Cobain's eyes? Blue, one blue this way, one blue. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like the first the first time I heard that the first time I heard that joke. <laughs> I think I heard that one for the first time three days after he died. No, the first uh, I remember first hearing that joke when Christy McCullough, the teacher that went up oh, in the, the space challenger, the challenger oh god, that was that was the, 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 the referencing her like, later that day. There were two jokes about Christy McCullough. One, what color were her eyes? One blue this way, one blue that way. That's so the second, up. what kind of shampoo did she use? They found her head and shoulders on the beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ. See, that's see, that's messed up because that was undeserving. She was just a goddamn teacher right. who was picked out of a lottery to go on a space yeah, shuttle. Yeah, but they fucking, I was in like fourth grade uh, or third grade Kurt deserved everything he got. And they, was... they put us all in an auditorium. They had these wheeled out a bunch of TVs and we're oh, like yeah. watching the you calendar guys, go up. They made Made all the children in the country right. watch it. I know. And then it fucking exploded. We were <laughs> they like forced all of our <laughs> nation's youth. Fucking, like teachers were crying, and like, I mean, it was a very yeah. traumatic thing. Now, now, not to get all conspiracy theory, but there was this. I don't know enough about it. I shouldn't even bring it up. But <laughs> I, there was a. Uh, I heard. I was listening to a podcast, and somebody mentioned a conspiracy theory where they believed that the members of the Challenger were still alive. Oh, and they God. were they were apparent they had f- photographic evidence uh-huh. and they were older now yep. and all this shit and I just I I eat that shit up. Just, it, just I just love the p- fact that people believe that. Right. Is what I'm saying. People like there's need more busy work in their lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's just too much. Why um what, what do you guys think Kurt Cobain's greatest release was? <laughs> greatest release? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh god. Some people say the safety button. <laughs> oh. I was going to say is Jesus prefrontal Christ. cortex. <laughs> <laughs> what, 
Why doesn't Kurt Kobe never drive? Because he only likes shotguns. There you go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Oh. Oh, suicide. Oh, ridiculous. It's okay though. I mean, oh, it's great. Honestly, well, to be completely well, well, honest with you, I forget sometimes that he did. I because he was such an addict. I always chalk him up in my mind to to the OD deaths. Right. Like for some reason, he falls right in that category, and mm-hmm. I have to remember. Oh yeah, he checked out right before he he was going to do that three days later, probably. Yeah, I would agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. What um. I mean, what do you guys think Kirk Cobain would do if he was, <laughs> if he was here right now? I don't know what. Stink. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I think, I think that's a good closer. I bet, <laughs> I bet he'd still smell better than Courtney Love. Yeah. You're, Her uh, hole. <laughs> yeah, why is she... Why was she ever a thing? Why was... I don't know. Like... I, I just thought it was a Yoko Yoko Ono deal. Yeah, we we much. have to remember her because. And then somehow she got a, a, uh, a role in Sid and Nancy, and then from there it just kind of snowballed into. I think her band was terrible. Hole. Yeah, eh. I thought they were fine. Uh, for the, I mean, for as the far time, as, like, the riot it, girl it, stuff goes it fit fine. in. It fit in. It was. It it wasn't anything remarkable though. Okay. She's still a twat. Well, yeah. I yeah, mean, but. Get the jelly twat. And she only gets. I ever notice she only gets a claim for her acting gigs when she's playing a heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> like what range? Oh yeah, she was in um the Larry Flint. Yeah, Flint. yeah, she was in Larry Flint too. She got I mean, nominated she was, she for was, that. I was gonna say she was really good in it too. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. imagine that. <laughs> that. All that proves is that acting isn't that hard. Right. Yeah. That's all that proves. Either method or just meth. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of wrestling, anybody see this or hear about this greatest Royal Rumble they did in Saudi Arabia? You know, something like, right, right, some Saudi prince, like, didn't he, like, bring over, like, 50 wrestlers just because he wanted to see a wrestling he, event or something? They signed on a deal where hmm. the, the, the numbers aren't quite in yet. There's just rumors. Mm-hmm. But it's anywhere from, like... One hundred to two hundred and fifty million dollars over the next ten years to have shows there, and it was basically all the fans were stuck up in the nosebleeds. All the seats on camera were reserved for families, especially if you'd bring some women. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of rich people floating around, so most of the people on camera were basically taking naps, shooting the shit, and you could hear the cheers. But uh, no women on the show, no female wrestlers on the right. show, no managers on the show, no announcers on the show. That's crazy. So <laughs> the big debate got raging was, you know, WWE is pushing all this, you know, their women's evolution and really pushing women. So was this sort of a slap in their face or do we have to reserve judgment and see if they can help? Move the needle a little bit towards women's women equality. Hmm. Yeah, I don't see that happening. Yeah, <laughs> they just started driving for the first time in a century. So I think pro pro wrestling sable style with handprints on titties isn't going right. to happen anytime soon. Well, that's not really the game anymore. They're actually I miss it better I, I, than the men now. Not in Saudi Arabia. They're no, not. well, they, they're <laughs> non-existent in Saudi Arabia right now. Have they brought back midget wrestling yet? 
Mm, no, although one did show up at that 50-person Royal Rumble. <laughs> if you remember Hornswoggle. So, oh, wow. So were these like current wrestlers or were they like yeah. pat? Like, no. Okay. Okay. It wasn't like a veteran although, thing. Although the guy, <laughs> the Saudi running this, did have three requests for his show. He wanted The Undertaker, who showed up because, again, there's a lot of money floating around and he's going to get his piece. But his other two requests were The Ultimate Warrior, (laughs) who's been dead for five years, and Yokozuna, who's been dead for for about 15. Right, and and like because because he was dead, didn't they just hire like some fat guy? They totally hired some fucking sumo wrestler, but a legit sumo wrestler. Oh, was he legit? Okay. Yeah, like, uh, they must have just been like, just get him a fat Asian. He won't know the difference. God, what if he would have won? That would be fantastic. <laughs> he just went ape shit off the script. Right, and right, just right. threw everyone out. Just, like, he actually, just, actually, he just like shoots on everybody. Right, right. <laughs> just throwing people out of the ring. So clearly this guy is a huge wrestling fan, right. having, having requested Yokozuna and the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> That's fascinating how people just lose touch with reality just right. when they get everything from a screen. And yeah, yeah, it's and sit, fucking sit insane. In a mansion all day. Well, here's a, here's another news item uh, about the Saudi prince. Um, apparently, a Saudi prince uh, recently requested that the naked statues be covered up while visiting Rome. Uh, apparently, his nine year old wife found them offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, are you fucking serious or what? <laughs> no, that's a joke. Oh, Jesus! Oh. Even the covering up of the statues. Yes. Okay. Damn. But you still had to think about it's it. It's totally it something. The punchlines that he has a yeah. nine-year-old wife and is offended by naked statues. Totally something that I would believe. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not not very far removed from truth. That no. was that wasn't a Jim Jones punchline, but it was. Harry <laughs> Harry used all the good Jim Jones. Yeah. Jim Jones punchline. They released a bunch of uh, never before released photos of his compound. And, really? Uh, oh yeah. There's a lot of great ones because they were planning on making a, a brochure. To try and get more people in, so there's some really nice what, happy like photos. A tourist in attraction? <laughs> Just, oh, he's talking no, about try, before he before the yeah, shit yeah, went yeah. down. Right, right, right. Oh, okay, trying to okay. get trying to make his cult bigger. Raise right. membership. Right. So, right. oh man, te- teaching all the smiling children playing on teeter totters. I never realized how big it was until I watched I watched a, like a documentary on it. He had like. Well over 1,100 people there yeah. that just followed him to South America. Yeah, right. Like, who the fuck in their right mind would follow someone, mm-hmm. even for, even madness, with all the best intentions, even if I had a best friend who was gathering people and was like, hey, man, let's let's move to Texas. I'd be like, sorry, dude, I can't do it. Right. Like, Especially once the reason you're moving is because the government's getting ready to raid your ass and shut right. your shit down. Right. It's just you know? some people just want to be ruled. They just yeah. want to be ruled. I think it's just an emptiness. And like, they'll take it. Yeah. There's nothing in their life. So they're like, no. hey, might as well roll. They're uh, empty. And I've they're never s- been to South America before. And things are hard. Life's a bitch. But if someone can tell you exactly what to do, when to do it, how to do mm-hmm. it, where to do it, and why to do it, then then my life is just so easy. Then join the military. <laughs> right. Yeah. At least, yeah. Do something. Some abuse. people, yeah. Religion's good for that. Where they like, well, oh, yeah. I laid down my burden and God gave it to God and all that. And... Right. Like, God doesn't have enough going on. <laughs> <laughs> he needs your drug yeah. addiction. Thanks a lot. <laughs> he's, bu- he's busy keeping women out of Saudi Arabia. Oh, wait, different God. Sorry. Yeah, that was the other one. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the whole back to that Trump thing of why people voted for him. He's got this, like, fucking 
paternal sort of oh, almost, yeah. almost bullyish, like you know. Yeah. No, Trump, there's a there's and a people want to be certain, led. I agree with that. There's a certain percentage of people that are always going to like fascism for that very reason because it presents itself as a strong father, a loving mother. And we're going to make all your decisions for you. You've got bills to pay. You don't need to worry about what laws we're passing. Mm. Just don't even bother. you got bigger fish to fry. Let me handle it for you. And it works. It mm. it continues to work. It'll always work. Some people are just wired that way. Yeah, they're people with low intelligence and yeah. low IQs. That's the way I see it. Right. If you're buying into that bullshit and, and, and think fear. he has your best inf- interest at heart, then you're fucking retarded. Some people are just <laughs> fearful. I just read – uh, I watched a, a news article on a study that they did over in England proving that people that made like really hardcore conservative views and decisions mm-hmm. had a larger center of the brain that controls your fear sensors. It's a holdover from when we were supposed to be afraid of everything because we can't run fast and right. we're not strong and we don't right. have claws and we don't have teeth. Right, right. When you're fighting off tigers in the Amazon. So, and uh, mammoths. But if that's right, how can you hate these people? Or is it like hating a schizophrenic or someone with Down syndrome <laughs> if they really can't help it? But the most interesting thing, <laughs> the most interesting part of the study was when these people were made to feel comfortable and relaxed – Suddenly, their views got a little more liberal. They got a little more open-minded, seemed to be a little more empathetic. Mm -hmm. So are they just walking around terrified all the time? And what kind of hell must that be? So maybe they're just nuts. Right. It's probably not even a conscious thing. It's just you're constantly – you believe the fear that's fed to you via whatever right. the media, because you're waiting for something to be afraid right. of like, anything. Yeah. yeah, it's a way to be controlled too, and it's the, the fear is encouraged by like you know media channels, which are controlled by corporations, which are controlled right. by all the oligarchs. It's funny how the the news likes to say oligarchs for Russians, but they never say that for America. <laughs> but that's what America's <laughs> fucking run by. Did you notice that? Like fucking a. Like and this the fact that there's this constant bickering, like Fox over here, CNN over here, the spectrum. That's purposefully put into place so that nobody will ever agree a Tower of Babel situation, which I know we've discussed before. Babel. Whichever. Tomato fucking tomato. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Figure the Sicilian's going to bring in tomatoes. 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 Uh, tomatoes. So, yeah, that fear uh, is a completely like, oh, yeah, generated sorry. on purpose thing by like oligarchical fucking control. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah, to keep people like separated and mistrustful of each other because yeah. if you can't trust a guy living down the street from you who's got a fucking Prius in his driveway, then then obviously people that are in control are have nothing to worry about. Like you know, that's all done on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> of course they want us to fight amongst ourselves. Right, that's just basic. Divide and conquer. Squash your fucking head like a grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> Pesci. A lot of oh, Pesci very much. Yeah. yeah. Some might take Get too this much. through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you! <laughs> Pesci is the Italian word for fish. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Joey is Fish. It, Joey is fish. it awesome? <laughs> Joey Fish. I feel like that's open for debate. You know, he recorded two albums. Joe Pesci did? When, one when he was a teenager. Really? And one around 2000 as Vincent LaGuardia Gambini. <laughs> 
what, like singing or what? Singing. Is it okay. like crooning? He can sing his ass like... off, yeah. Damn. Joe Pesci can actually sing. You only exist out here because, because of me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to find some clips of uh, the Peschmeister. Uh, singing, yeah. yeah. I'll look it Jeff up. Jeff can find some. Please do. Will do. We can post. You know, he's doing... Um, He's doing a movie with Pacino. The Irish, or yeah, is the, it, Irish the Irish musical? Irish yeah. Like yeah. yeah, for Netflix. Netflix right? yeah. It's the most expensive single project Netflix has ever done. Wow. I believe it. And you know it's just to <laughs> Just the salary. These <laughs> old Dagos, <laughs> yeah. one more payday. Right, right. <laughs> it's fucking Scorsese and uh, De, Niro, De Niro, Pacino. Is uh, Leota in it, too? I wouldn't be surprised. I would hope so. I want to say I've heard Ray Liotta's in it. I don't know. All um, I know is I've seen Pacino and De Niro phone in a performance at the drop of a hat, and I have a sneaking suspicion this movie <laughs> might just suck shit. It's the next Analyze That. Oh, man. Now he's, got a, he's got a bunch of dogs in there. It's like two good, one bad. I mean, gets I'd, a lot I'd, of credit. I'd stuff. like to think, though, if that's something um, like this, you know, no, you not Ray Liotta, but Ray from Everybody Loves Raymond. That uh, guy, Romano. That guy's in it. I'd, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd really like <laughs> yeah, to yeah. think that, uh, you know, at this point, <laughs> at this point in time, they're they're getting older. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so maybe they're kind of thinking, uh, you know, this might be the last real good project they get. That's true. Uh, so maybe they're really going to push <laughs> for it. Yeah, they give are, it their all. They are friends. You know, they might want to do this for just one more. Let's go fuck around for six months. Right. So uh, yeah, the the so Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, is the, uh, I know who that is. He's the uh, dude. He was in uh, Boardwalk Empire. He was in. He's uh, in a bunch of stuff. Who was he in Boardwalk he in Empire? Uh, he was that crazy fucking guy. Right, he walked down the hallway naked and shooting oh, people. Oh, oh, fucking Giuseppe. Oh, right. yeah. They wound, oh, up, they wound up shooting him on the beach. Remember that right. scene yeah. where they shot right. him finally? That was good. He's got some good, he had some good lines in that. I don't remember what he called Rothstein, but I laughed out loud. <laughs> it was something about him haunting them with his ghostly Jew face. <laughs> something just so. And he like nailed it. That's exactly what he looked like in that moment. He looked like Casper the fucking friendly ghost. It's hilarious. <laughs> Is dude that played Simon Roth in that? He uh, he did yeah, a great he, job. He fucking shows up in everything. Yeah, he does. Uh, so yeah, De Niro, Pacino, Anna Paquin's in it. Joe Pesci, uh, Harvey Keitel. Damn, nice. maybe that's what I'll I was thinking. That. Harvey Keitel. Ray, Ray Romano is in it. Yeah, Ray Romano, uh, not Leota. Gotcha. Uh, some guy named Dominic Lambardozzi. Imagine which, that. Uh, in case they need some more fucking Italians in there. Are you related? <laughs> Getting John? Uh, no. Not to my knowledge, no. no. Uh, Still waiting on those Patreons to fund my uh, 23andMe. <laughs> Gary Pastori. <laughs> Find out how, how much of... Uh... Yeah. How much your great great grandfather was a Moor invading? Yeah, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> we fool and had that conversation too. Possibly some Moors Eastern in, Eastern influence as well. Holy shit! Action Bronson's in it. Wow! Wow! <laughs> Who? What? Who? Action Bronson. Who he's, the fuck is that? He's not up to date on his on his Vice Network. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a rapper uh, slash uh, chef. Do uh, slash major weed smoker. Yeah. Big fat uh, ginger African American? No, white. No, no. Okay. White, but wishes he was African American. Okay, okay. Damn. And uh, the Irishman. He's pretty. He's pretty popular now. He's, got, I like him. He's he's funny. He's it's it's a good show. I mean, I am still scrolling down the cast list for this thing. I mean, they must have fucking 
Is it supposed to be a film or like a miniseries? Nah, or I mean, something? It's, it's a film, but it, it film? must have like 200 speaking parts. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, that's a huge cast list. Scorsese, man, he, he does epic fucking things. He like, does. I swear, half of his movies I could cut 20 minutes out, <laughs> and, and I think we'd all be better off. <laughs> There's a solid 20 minutes you can cut out of Gangs in New York. There's a lot of nonsense well, in Gangs in New York was like four hours long anyway. Yeah. What's another one that they could have chopped down? They need, in Gangs in New York, they just need to chop out fucking uh, Cameron Diaz's role in its entire yeah, the whole yeah, storyline. Right. Yeah. That was awesome. Just leave it with, you know, fucking Bill the Butcher, yeah, you know. Totally. Shutter Island had some had some scenes that could have just been completely dropped. I didn't dropped. Even know that was Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a dog shit Scorsese. Movie yeah. <laughs> it really is. I didn't hate it. But it could huh. it could have been better. It I should have never been even better. heard of that. Jesus really? Christ. Yeah. Yeah. DiCaprio? I watched it, I saw it once a long time ago. Yeah. Departed was good. Wolf of uh, Wall Street. I, I Wolf of like, Wall Street I loved. I loved Wolf of Wall, Wolf Street, of Wall too, Street too, but good. wasn't don't you feel like it was just good fellas? <laughs> reworked in the, yeah, yeah like in the, i got that impression the, from casino when it came out i right. was a yeah, late no that's to casino. got that's got a lot of goodfellas in it although yeah. i mean you could make an argument that every single gangster movie since goodfellas is, takes is a bit of oh, goodfellas. Sure. takes right, a lot right. from goodfellas sure and some that even aren't like the the big short that real estate boom one i yeah. thought was very goodfellas ish was that travolta uh, uh, I'm thinking that of, was Steve yeah, Carell, right? One, right? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the uh, and Jonah uh, Hill, American Psycho was in it. Uh, oh, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale, yeah. Um, fucking, uh, I thought I Tanya was very good, fellowsy. Was that good? Uh, I loved it. Yeah, I it thought looked it was really good. good. I just want to, I just want to note that I thank you for saying American Psycho, not Batman. Yeah, yeah well, that well. just shows you where my priorities lie. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I, I did appreciate in Wolf of Wall Street the Popeye scene when he's like trying to get to his Coke. That is, <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is a good scene. That's the funniest. <laughs> There's a bunch of good ones. I, uh, my favorite scene was uh, definitely Rob Reiner as his dad busting in, bitching about the bill. That was my favorite part. I need to see you that spent again. $22,000? Yeah, remember I got all those sides for us to share. Sides. You got twenty two grand <laughs> yeah, worth that's of right. sides. That's right. <laughs> I got all those sides, you know, for the table. <laughs> so yeah, before Wolf of Wall Street was Hugo, which uh, I didn't really care for very much. I, I never saw I that, one. See that one. I either. can't get into that, like, fucking animated Pixar-y stuff. Right. I'm sorry. I oh, just can't yeah, that do it. Was a, yeah, like, I the forgot that. But there were, like, real people in it, too. It wasn't all the animated. Huh. So it was like Roger Rabbit? Yeah, it was just fucking stupid. I just learned a whole bunch of shit about that movie, and I have to go back and rewatch it. Do you know that the judge, Christopher Lloyd, uh-huh. never blinks? <laughs> huh. Just to make him that much more creepy. Well, doesn't, he, doesn't he wear glasses, sunglasses the whole time? Well, no, he wears clear glasses, and remember, he has fake eyes. He oh, wears right, fake eyes right, to hide his right, tune right. eyes, because he's a tune. He was just on an episode of Roseanne, and he looks was he? old. Oh, he's looked old. I was gonna say he's looked old since like Back to the Future forever. He right. looked old in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that was forty five years ago. That's true. Uh, so then we had Shutter Island. We had The Departed. Yeah, uh, which The Departed was uh, really solid, actually. Yeah, Re- I like Best Picture. Yeah. Remake of a Korean or of a uh, Hong Kong movie. But yeah, he would. It, Have you uh, seen that one, Gany John? I did one time. I, yeah. I need to see it again. I don't remember too much about it. Uh, the Aviator, which is the Howard Hughes movie. Did you see that? It looked like shit. Um, I saw it. It had really good parts. Right. Uh, did it? Yeah. It's one of those that you could have taken probably 45 minutes out. Of course. It would have been a better that, film. I swear to God, it's almost every one of them. 
Uh, Gangs of New York. Yep, that's a solid um, 20 minutes. <laughs> Bringing Out the Dead, which is a really underrated one. Uh, the one with Nicolas Cage is the EMT oh, ambulance driver. That was a good movie. I didn't right. know that was Scorsese. Either. Yeah. Huh. God damn. Uh, and that's one that doesn't really get brought up much when people are talking about. He's his, a busy uh, son of a bitch. Yeah, is, that, never is, that the, is that one where he like dies at the beginning and it's like about him like no. his ghost or something? No, 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 no. Isn't no, there no. a Nicholas Cage movie yes. that's like that? There, uh, Bones or or no, 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 no. I'm, I'm conflating the two. There is a movie like that. All that right. is not that. Okay, one. all right. Cundin, uh, which I did not see. Isn't that the slave one? Or am I just totally being racist? <laughs> no. from, I mean, it kind of sounds like Kunta Kinte. All right, I see so, where you, so, where you so get Kundin, that. So, I mean, I'm thinking of Amistad, the Spielberg thing. <laughs> so, Kundin from childhood to adulthood, tomato, to, tomato. Tibet's 14th Dalai Lama oh my deals God. with the Chinese oppression and other problems. Definitely not the slave. No, a little different. Uh, definitely definitely ca- didn't catch that one. Casino. Yeah. Yes. Fucking love it. Classic. Uh, great one. The Age of Innocence, uh, which I've never actually seen. It's Daniel Day Lewis, like period piece. Okay. Uh, and by period piece, I mean I don't. I'm not referring to menstrual cycles. Um, Cape Fear, ah, great, solid remake. Great remake. It is. Uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, of course. Great. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ, which is actually a pretty interesting great. movie. Willem Dafoe. I, I think it's the best Jesus movie ever. Never saw it. <laughs> uh, the Color of Money, sequel to uh, The Hustler. Yep. That was Scorsese, huh? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one too. That's what that Eric Clapton song. It's in the way that you use it. Isn't that in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. Do you all recognize that too? I know the song, right? Yeah. Uh, After Hours, which is, is actually a really good Who's one. That's, that? a, that's another underrated one. This one with uh, Griffin Dunn from American War of London, uh, running around New York City at nighttime uh, and just gets in like things get fucking crazy. Huh. Uh, the actual the description according to the IMDb. An ordinary word processor has the worst night of his life after he agrees to visit a girl in Soho who he met that evening at a coffee shop. Uh, the girl's Rosanna Arquette, if that matters. Ah. Hmm. Uh, before that's The King of Comedy with Robert De Niro and what's-his-face. I actually have never Lewis. seen that. I could never yeah. find it. It's like it was never available Yeah, it's anywhere. tough to find. Well, I have it on Blu-ray, but I can't lend it to you because that wouldn't do you any good because uh, some people don't. Does it have a regular players. in there? I bet no, it does. No, it does not. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Uh, before that, Raging Bull, Raging Bull. That's a great one. <laughs> You're such a dick. Look, don't get mad because I can't lend you fucking King Comedy. Okay, I'm not mad. <laughs> I- I'll get a Blu-ray at some point. Raging Bull. So, Raging Bull. <laughs> <laughs> bull. Uh, excellent movie. Of course. The Last Waltz. Ah, oh, fantastic! Amazing. Probably my favorite. Maybe the best. <laughs> I'm serious. Hey, I, I think. I think man. it's the definitely the the best. It's so good. I can't think of another concert film that is like cinema like that. Is. No, none right. of them the are. He wanted none make, of them were even close. Know, he, yeah, right. He wanted to make it uh, as cinematic as he could. It, he wanted to make it different from a standard concert. It film. shits all over. The song remains the same. Right. Like nobody's uh, business. Festival Express. Oh, uh, it it, it buries like, everything. Pink Floyd and Pompeii. Yeah. yeah. Grateful Dead movie. Um, yeah. There's just uh, Last Waltz is fantastic. The everything from the lineup to the cinematography to the. Mm, it's so good. It's good. There's New a York good story. Um, there's a good story. Uh, just real quick about Last Waltz. Uh, <laughs> I read the liner notes. I don't know if you remember the Muddy Waters. Scene, yeah, Muddy uh, Waters I was just, performance. Going to bring that up, but go like ahead. Uh, if you notice, like, like ninety plus percent of that 
is just one camera angle because uh, some other can't like the other cameras all went down at the same time. And it was just one guy that that was running. And if not for that one guy that was running that they wouldn't have been able to have that that uh, segment in the film. Because normally they got like three, three and four and even more mm-hmm. different fucking angles happening at the same time. But that was the only available angle for right for whatever reason. Now I thought, I thought you told me that that one guy was Scorsese himself. Mm-hmm. He's in the Last Waltz briefly. Yes, he is. But like I, th- but with the, I thought with, I thought he manned camera, that he, camera. Oh no, it was Laszlo something or other. Okay, guy or maybe he told, okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, he yeah, told yeah. him to shoot it. To make sure to shoot it, I thought it was something along. Okay, those lines. something like that. Yeah, Scorsese yeah. was like overseeing things, but Laszlo was the one that was shooting it. Yeah, that's right. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And to Laszlo, we say, "Thank you, sir." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, thank you, Laszlo. <laughs> so pre-last waltz, we have New York, New York, New York, New York. Just the Liza Minnelli, Robert De Niro musical weird thing. He's like a saxophone Great. player or something. No thanks. There you uh, go, another turd. Right. It's like fifty-fifty, man. <laughs> that's a long one too. I feel like that's like one that's like excessively. Uh, you long. got a great one next. Uh, two hours thirty-five minutes. Yeah. Uh, pre that, Taxi Driver. Wonderful, mm-hmm. amazing film. Dude, Scorsese's cameo in that is so fucked up, even to this day. <laughs> like, that is some obscene, crazy shit that he says in that in that taxi cab. Mm-hmm. I, that was like the thing to do back then. Like the director of you've seen Chinatown, right? That's the director that cuts his nose. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Polanski. Like, yeah. Like yeah, directors yeah. used to stick that. themselves into the work. Like no one ever did like Hitchcock and just walk by in the background real right. quick. Don't do 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 do. Quentin yeah. Tarantino has to chew the fucking scenery and everything he decides to do. Ugh. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Chew this. What does that mean? Uh, in other words, he's the. You don't see anything else. He could be sitting there with three dummies, and you don't see anything else when he's running his mouth. Because he's just mugging when, so hard. Right. From the from the like a virgin's about a big dick in Reservoir Dogs to his oh, right, speech right, right. about st- storing dead niggers ain't my business right. in Pulp Fiction. Right on through. Even the Australian guy in yeah, Django. He, the, the Australian one was terrible. The other ones I can get behind. Yeah. Like, I was okay with the other ones, but... The Australian guy in, in Django Unchained, I thought, was just but fucking He awful. just eats the... He's just... Me! Here I am! Oh, my God. Okay. Everyone look at me! Huh. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Boz Lerman in The Great Gatsby makes a little, like, three-second appearance. I happened to see that the other day. Really? I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah. Like the new one or the, the new one. Redford yeah. one? No, like the, the modern one. 2013, I think it was. So... But, um, go ahead. Pre taxi driver, Mean Alice, Streets. Alice that's coming doesn't up live soon. here anymore. Oh, with uh, Chris Christopherson and Ellen Burstyn, uh, which wow. I've actually never seen. But that's a that's a good movie, isn't it? Right. It's supposed, yeah, it's supposed to be a good movie. Yeah, I've, I've never, never seen it either. Seen it. I've Re- heard of it. A recently widowed woman is on the road with her precocious young son, determined to make a new life for herself as a singer. Chris Christopherson, why don't you go fix up Blade? Huh. <laughs> he was he was great in the seventies. He was he was in so much good stuff in the seventies. He played yeah. Harry Connick Jr.'s dad in not that so Dolphin much Tale movie. Yeah, not so much he sh- he probably is Harry Connick Jr.'s real dad. <laughs> Bruce showed me this thing where he's the voice of these talking dogs. Oh my god! Did you yeah. remember that? <laughs> right. It was I it's some that. random like <laughs> low budget C rated whatever. But and like it, 
it looked so bad. I couldn't <laughs> believe it wasn't like a parody. Right. Video. It oh looked, my god. It came off as satire, but it's a hundred percent real. Wow. Well, it's like, like in the. the like the girl's dog dies, she gets like advice from a ghost dog. Yeah, and, he's, and he and Chris Christopherson calls ghost dog. And it's like the actual tagline was "Some dogs do go to heaven" or something. He's wow. like an angel dog. Or something. Oh, like he must be Chris. hurting for money or something. That's the <laughs> only excuse for that. Or or it was like his his daughter, from right, his the, nephew, yeah, who was making this right. thing. And it's a complete favor. Maybe that's the only acceptable <laughs> reasoning. So pre Alice doesn't live here anymore. Mean Streets. Now yes. who's in Mean Streets? Uh, Kaitel and De Niro. De Niro. Okay, yeah. right, 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 right. Okay. Uh, then we have Boxcar Bertha with Ellen Burstyn. It was actually a pretty good one. Uh, and then who's that knocking at my door? Which is a early Harvey Kaitel, almost exploitation thing, black and white, New York. Huh. What exploitation? Uh, Sex exploitation. Like what is that supposed to mean? Like early, like soft core or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. But I think his was a little more experimental, I mean, a little more art filmish, a little more. Kind of like Last Tango in Paris with Marlon Brando, where he's like banging some chick from behind and he orders her to like breathe pig farts or something. That, 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 <laughs> I literally, that, one that too. literally happens. He did it right after The Godfather. Wait. He's like, I want to. He's like banging her from behind and he's like, like whispering in her ear, I want you to suck the farts of a pig. Like, in. I'm quoting that like exactly like <laughs> what the fuck? It, it was just, like, it's a it's film. a weird it's a weird movie. Yeah, he yeah, said himself he felt like he was being raped for the whole thing. Like he, Brando didn't even like it. <laughs> I, I mean, wonder why he fucking did. Could have said no. I would say money. I mean, it was yeah. Bernardo Bertolucci was the director. Is uh, this big, is this big art house? I'm assuming this is like pre Godfather. It's right. I think it was right after. Yeah, I think after. Yeah, it was after. So he had yeah, the world uh, on so a he string. Clearly he could have done whatever no. he wanted. Yeah, <laughs> right. like yeah. No, he just does randomly decide to do things. You ever seen Heist, Robert De Niro oh, movie yeah. with Ed Norton? Oh yeah, I yeah. have seen Heist. Oh yeah. wow, where he's just that was a good, that was a decent movie. Yeah, and Brando's decent. in that. Yeah. Yeah. He, Shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's I like he's not, like the bankroll. He was pretty old in that. He yeah. was. It might yeah. have been his it last might, film. Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I mean, listened to the director commentary. It's directed by uh, Frank Oz. Mm. <laughs> I'm not familiar. Heist. Uh, Frank Oz. Yoda. Is one of the Muppets. Uh, Miss right. Piggy. Oh, okay. And apparently Brando was just relentless with the Miss Piggy. Like wouldn't call him Frank. <laughs> wouldn't call him Mister Oz. Just. Hey, Miss Piggy, what do I do in this scene? Just <laughs> wow. on him. Like, uh, who else but Brando could get away with that? Right. He got big pay. I remember he got a million bucks for that, and it was like a big payday at the time. And that movie also proves that Robert De Niro has to have a random sex scene in every other movie, whether it has shit to do with the plot or not. Because about 20 minutes in, he just bangs some black broad. You never see her again? Clearly. She, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with the plot. He just wanted to make out with a woman and then fuck her on camera. So. <laughs> I get it. I pulled up some quotes from Last Tango in Paris. Okay, right. here we go. Here we go. I, I, will, I will artistically interpret them Let's for see you. how close I was. Okay, so I'm going to play the pa- I'm gonna play the part of Paul, uh, <laughs> and then you come in as Gene when, uh, when we're ready. <laughs> this, this is my best Brando. Oh, this is going to be great. This, this is my best Brando. <clears throat> Put your fingers up my ass. Are you deaf? Go on. I'm going to get a pig. I'm going to have the pig fuck you. 
and I want the pig to vomit in your face. Then I want you to swallow the vomit. You going to do that for me? Yes, yeah. I want the pig to die while you're fucking him, and then you have to go behind it. I want you to smell the dying farts of the pig. Are you going to do all of that for me? Brilliant. End scene. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Wow. Wow. Bravo. He's an American Bravo. treasure, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> and have you seen On the Waterfront? <laughs> Actually, I own it, but I haven't watched it. That's that. Could have been a contender. Right. Uh, wow. How does something like that get A, written, B, filmed? Like, well, what's the thing? Okay. I, think, I think the movie, the plot is what they ha- they're having what's like seventy two. They're think, having right after God. Right. They're having okay. these liaisons with you know they're strangers, aren't they? And they have these like yes. weekly liaisons where they kind of let go of all their inhibitions mm-hmm. and they just do whatever they want to each okay, other. Okay. Nice. Uh, to I guess kind of get it out of their system, but then don't they? It becomes more than that, I guess. Yeah, I, I think they end up falling in love. I don't know. Because who wouldn't fall in love with a guy that sweet talks you like that? I right? just like how <laughs> Guinea John over here asked how that can be written when he said one of his goals is to write a Faulkner-esque novella with, with a story about a dog licking peanut butter off his nutsack. <laughs> off of a character's nutsack, not my nutsack. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so so the, uh, the, the description on the IMDb for Last Tango in Paris... A young Parisian woman meets a middle-aged American businessman who demands their clandestine or clandestine relationship be based only on sex. Let's stretch that out for two and a half hours. Right. Living the dream, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Living the dream. I mean, that that time period, you were getting all kinds of whack things, especially mm-hmm. from. Well, especially from European art house directors. Yeah, you're oh, getting yeah, yeah. solo, and you're getting yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now that, that's a that's a movie for another for another discussion. You're getting Cannibal Holocaust. Right. You're getting all Fill the hits. Your mouth with your mother's feces. <laughs> <laughs> Which, speaking of, 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 of you know, Salo, 120 days in Sodom. Uh, yes. Jesus. I will shit in you. One of the one of the only movies that ever make me feel dirty watching it. <laughs> Oh, there's a couple of those. In, wow. <laughs> One of those ones you just have to watch. Right. Wow. You have no choice. Wow. So, yeah. Quite the career. Yes. Mr. Scorsese. Yeah, all over the place. And now he's getting paid by Netflix. Yeah, and you know, I don't really understand. I, I don't quite understand how Netflix is able to dump so much money into these productions because I, they don't, they don't release their stuff on physical media. Nope. They only have it streaming specifically on their site. So, really, so they're making this stuff in hopes of attracting new subscribers, mm-hmm. which I get, but if they're, I mean, didn't they just sign a deal? Was it them or Amazon that just signed a deal for the Lord of the Rings and they're going to base like new stories I th- around the characters. I and they think paid, that like, might be It was Netflix. something like, Half a billion dollars or something. I don't know where they're getting this money. Right, like it doesn't. Well, make I do any, know I don't that understand the model. A lot of I don't know if you watch a lot of Netflix, but all the Fox shows are gone. All, all yeah. the I mean, all the Fox family. You're not watching Always Sunny. Um, you're not watching Family Guy. I think Disney too. Disney or, also yeah. pulled out because they're both yep. going to start their own. Right, right, exactly. So pretty soon, you know, if you want to go, if you want to see Sword in the Stone, you have to pay fifteen dollars and download the Disney app. But the problem is, at what point? I mean, right now people are signing up for Netflix because it has most of the shit, 
And right, and they're going to start to pull out, though. Right, yeah, so, but their so, original content is so good too. That's, right, but yeah, you're right. But you're are right. people going to subscribe to four and five different services? No, they're going to say fuck Disney. I'm staying with Netflix. Right, See, I don't know. I feel like some people are going to ditch cable, I mean, and they are, and they're going to get right here. I'm, I'm ditching cable. I haven't had it. I in saw years. my fucking cable bill this past. It's week, ridiculous, and I was like, Christina, I'm firing up the Fire Stick. I'm going to start just. Pulling shit off the, inter- off it's, the internet. It, I watch YouTube <laughs> and all day and night. Right. I don't. I you don't. Can pretty, you can find everything on the internet. You can find anything on there. I pay ninety dollars a month just for internet. No cable. Mm-hmm. No landline. Right. So they don't try to force you to get cable with your internet. Well, obviously it's a better. It's a deal if I the, get cable. Right. right. You know. You know. If I'm sure if I got. I'm sure if I got cable all by itself, it'd be two hundred bucks. Internet by itself is 90, and I'm sure if I got both of them, it would probably be 200. You know, they'd probably cut it right down. But I don't want it. Even when I had cable, be honest, what do you watch? Ten channels? Right. I mean, really. And and usually it's shit I don't even really want to watch. I'm just too lazy to find something else. Right, right. right. Because there's 2,000 channels. Exactly. Yeah, and they're not, all nine garbage. Nine times out of ten, I just, have, I just have shit on in the background while I'm doing other stuff. Right. Right. I, I swear I watch more YouTube than anything else. And you can find anything. Really. If you just look hard enough, you type in the Plus, right Plus, we also have um, Amazon Prime. Right. Which, yeah. for the, I mean, for the money, it's fantastic. And mm-hmm. you get all kinds of shit. Right. Music, movies, TV shows. There's all kinds of shit on there. Plus, you get free shipping. And it's like 100 bucks a year. Yeah, it's less than ten dollars a month. Right. So, th- yeah, I'm definitely cutting the cable cord very soon. But you don't think that you would get a subscription to Disney for the kids? I mean, that's all the Pixar stuff. Fuck the kids. Mm. Pixar stuff. They the Star have all Wars, kinds of the shit. Marvel movies. Yeah, they don't no. care. No, hundred percent no. We have a. We have a lot of that stuff on DVD. Right. Okay. There you go. And you b. They usually watch either YouTube or Netflix. Right. So my kids just watch nonsense on YouTube all day long. Plus, <laughs> uh, we're not a bit like my kids never got into Disney stuff. Uh-huh. There's never been any Disney stuff that ever like yeah. really tickled their fancy. At right. least like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. there were certain things like I guess Lion King and yeah. shit like that. See, we were Aladdin. lucky. We had we had two boys in a row. We had Aladdin and the Lion King back to back. Right. So we actually could get into it because for once it wasn't about a princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was someone. There was it's someone true. to. There was someone besides a one-dimensional character to look up to. For a split second, when you were first saying that, I thought that you were starting off by saying that you had two kids. You had two boys in a row, and you had Aladdin. I thought that was your kid's name. <laughs> until, it wasn't until you got the Lion King that I'm like, oh wait a second, that's totally not his kids' names. Yeah, but nobody else had that. I mean, it's so yeah. hard. Little Aladdin, little Jafar, yeah. <laughs> Jafar Monahan. <laughs> Uh, definitely pick Scar. I love Scar. It's my all-time favorite. Champion of the people. Just trying to say, you know, those poor hyenas, they're just trying to live their lives. Now they got to live in the goddamn elephant graveyard where nothing lives because of that tyrant Mufasa. Feel the burn. Feel the scar. Gonna uplift the people. Yeah, I'll take Jeremy Irons over James Earl Jones any day. Oh, my God. Any day. That's a tough call, man. <laughs> Not for me. Lolita. I'll take Lolita over <laughs> whatever. Over Darth? Yeah. 
I can't I can't pass judgment on anything Star Wars because I've never seen it. Really, none of them. Uh, it still blows my mind. Huh. Yeah, you think you would have seen them by accident? This comes up often, especially or since like my kids are fans. You know. yeah. yeah, I mean, I got yeah. I guess I got into them when I was about ten. It's overrated. I mean, they were still. New. Oh no, it guess, absolutely is. They were still new. When I, I meant was a childhood. Kid, like <laughs> that me, too. Me and, me and Guinea John. We yeah, I was. Lived, Kind of lived through the first real boom of it, right? When right. they were coming out, I was heavy into it. Right. But then, uh, then I it just sort of went by the wayside. And Those then the reboots, right garbage. around the millennium with the reboots, was They're kind so of a, a failure. Right. So I never reconnected. And Although I'm still not reconnected. I actually I the need new to ones go. Are good, I like the new ones. I need to go back and rewatch those prequels because two reasons. I'm sure you've all seen the J- Jar Jar's a Sith Lord theory. <laughs> like enough oh happens God. in that first movie that if you just if a lot of people think the original plan was Jar Jar was the ultimate evil guy in this and people reacted so negatively in the first one, they had to quickly change stuff up. But I've seen another fan, fan theory that if you go back and rewatch him mm-hmm. and you imagine that Padma's having affair, having an affair with Obi-Wan, there's just enough awkward pauses and stolen glances isn't she though? Isn't to, or, or no? Obi Wan. I'm sorry. I was thinking. Right. I'm, I'm see what you're saying. To okay. to really make it look like that's what's going on, right? And then that changes everything. Yeah. Like oh my god, Hayden Christensen's not a terrible actor. He just knows deep down this bitch is cheating on him, and he doesn't know how to act. <laughs> wow. So I do need to give them a revisit and just have that in the back of my mind the entire time. Right. That's a worse conspiracy than the Challengers <laughs> <laughs> astronaut surviving. <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Fuck. Anybody happen to see that interview on uh, Jim and Sam's show with Kevin Smith talking about his heart attack? I no, I know. Oh, give it, give it a listen. He's such an open and honest guy. Yeah. Like, I, really I like is. Kevin Smith. I oh, it's too. just it's great hearing him talk about that. What's the sh- what's show you're referencing? Uh, Jim is and it, Sam. Is it? Is it- it's um, it's on Sirius, but you can watch everything on YouTube. There's podcasts you Jim can Norton. subscribe to. It's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. It is huh. it is the latest incarnation. I don't know if any of you remember Opie and Anthony. Yeah, right. Well, Anthony got fired, and it became Opie and Jim. Then Opie got fired, so now it's the Jim and Sam show. When did Opie get fired? Opie got fired, I believe, two years ago. What the hell could those guys have gotten fired for? Okay, well, Obi's from all I've gathered, he's a pain in the ass. He's an asshole. Yeah. And Sirius had been looking for any excuse they could to mm-hmm. break his contract right. and get him the hell out. And apparently he filmed one of the interns or one of the techs taking a shit <laughs> and then bragged about showing it to everybody online. And HR was just like, oh, we got him. It's finally done. <laughs> the king is dead. Get him the fuck out of here. Right. Uh, yeah, I heard he was definitely the kind of the dick in the whole Anthony situation too. Yeah, yeah, Anthony got kind of a raw deal. So what did he get fired for? <laughs> well, I mean, if they both been fired, he his character on the show. Again, these are characters, right? It's a it's a show. I don't know what you're talking about. We're all real in here, man. <laughs> yeah. This is real as it gets. <laughs> real crisp, but. <laughs> For laughs, he'd say every now and then some racially insensitive stuff. Okay. So people assume. <laughs> we don't know anything about that. <laughs> that's who yeah. he, that people just assume that's who he really was. Hmm. Now, again, I don't know if you ever heard, listened to the show, but at that time it started at like six in the morning. Right. He lives in Long Island. So he drove in, traffic was good. He had a brand new camera. 
And he'd been taking pictures, you know, walking around Manhattan at 4.30, 5 in the morning. I bet you could find some fucking great pictures. Mm-hmm. Well, he snapped one of just down the street. And this perhaps hooker thought <laughs> hooker he, was, he was taking a picture of her and attacked. And like just started hitting him and beating him, broke his camera. <laughs> he didn't do anything back. He just retreated. And then he went on Twitter. And instead of calming down and giving himself a little while, he just went on <laughs> Twitter <laughs> and blew off some steam. <laughs> and yeah, right. the public reacted ne- negatively to what he said about who he said it and equating too much of his character to his real person. Wow. The heat was on. Gotcha. So he was being a little racially insensitive. Yeah. However, he's well. bounced back just fine. If you want to give him a listen, he actually has his own podcast now. I saw with, that with Artie Lang. Yeah, and from what I hear, it's awesome. Oh yeah, I've listened. <laughs> I've listened to a couple, just those two. It's great too. You can watch those on YouTube also, and they have their mug shots up, like both of them. <laughs> <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's the moniker of the show. That's fine. I fully support it. Yeah, but that was a good interview. I suggest you give that a listen to. Kevin's great. Yeah, it's a scary situation, man. I mean, he's, you know, not that much older than 40, me, 47. Me, me and Guinea John over he's here. Probably not. He's 47. Right. See, I'm knocking on the door of that. And he, you know what? It just goes to show what kind of person he is. He was actually he's like, I was thinking when I was laying there, like, maybe this is why. Maybe this is why I got clerks done when I was 23. And I hit it big because <laughs> I didn't have much time. Hmm. <laughs> And he's like, all right, I'm content. Or it could just be because he was a fat fuck couch potato. And that's that too. For for 30 years. Who would have thought that health nut bit it early? (laughs) (laughs) Bit it. I mean, but he had been doing good lately. You know, he lost a bunch of weight. He's been, you know, exercising. I think he's like. He did. He's all vegan now. diet, right? I mean, I guess a heart attack will do that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, he was before. Uh, Prior to? Yeah. Yeah, he was trying. I don't know. I've I've watched his his show on, uh, what is it? A and E or History Channel, comic, comic book, book thing. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. a pretty fat fuck. There's no, there wasn't a whole lot of healthiness there. No, even I've, if he claims it. I've been it. there. It's actually a pretty nice shop. Really? Yeah, yeah. I took a little. Me and a buddy took a pilgrimage there about uh, thirteen years ago. Huh. It's not thirteen years ago. Like yeah. It's, oh, it's been there for a while. Yeah. yeah, it's right there in Red Bank. It's right, right by a Catholic school. And, saying, what a three-hour three-hour three hour drive maybe yeah, from here. Yeah, yeah, North Jersey. Yeah, right. about about yeah, right around like Newark. It's about three hours. You know, another half hour you'd be in New York City. Right. The worst Chinese buffet I've ever had. But it's cool. And that guy, <laughs> Walt Flanagan, that's in all the movies. Right. You know, the one yelling, tell him Steve Dave yeah. and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's he's legit there running it. That's funny. I got Little Buddy Christ. <laughs> and nice. I got, uh, what did I get? Oh, I got the um, hmm. the plans to, the actual schematics to attack the stage at Clerks in Mallrats. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh. So it's not- swings over clueless LaForge like it's all written out they're all mapped up those those little scenes you see for a real quick second when they're describing their plan they printed them out in poster form I think I still have them somewhere have you seen that movie again John I definitely saw Clerks I don't think I saw Mallrats it was alright it's a good one it's I not, still I, I, I like, like Clerks better I think, but... I think it's yeah, the best Clerks one. was and I think I like Dogma little... right after Clerks Dogma I love I love Dogma actually though. I would say Dogma is probably my favorite Jay and Silent Bob movie 
I like Jane yeah. and Silent Bob Strike Back. That one cracks me up because it's so ridiculous. It's a good one. It's, it's a good. It's a good just laugh movie. Right. right. Yeah. But Dogma makes you laugh oh. and makes you think. Oh, right. Dogma's just it's, one uh, fucking hit after another. Yeah, I think, it really uh, is. I think cha- I think Chasing Amy has dated terribly. It has. It's not uh, the same. Yeah, it's I, it's kind of, you know it was, what? It, was, it wasn't that fucking good to begin with. <laughs> I don't even know if I've seen that one. That's really? the one with Ben Affleck. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the we- it's the weakest one, I think, of the mm-hmm. of that first of four, that era, of the right. big four. Huh. Yeah, no, that one has aged terribly. But I like his offshoots. I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Drawing Flies. That mm-hmm. I have not it's seen. It's the one with no, Jason no. Lee and Jason Mewes. It's black and mm-hmm. white. Takes place in BC, and wow. they go searching for Bigfoot. Yeah, it's a no. real, it's a weird little yeah. meta film. It sounds like it's pretty. And good, uh, man, vulgar. If you want a movie that's going to stick in your head yeah, for a few days, oh man, that uh, one's got Dante from Clerks. Right. It's got Steve Dave. <laughs> okay. It's got the, fa- the fat guy from My Name Is Earl, and basically it's about this uh, this guy. He just wants to be a famous clown, you know, like we all do. And he's just not making ends meet, doing birthday parties. He's a bum. He's a loser. So he's like, I'm going to supplement my income. As a joke, I'm going to show up at bachelor parties a little earlier, you know, gross out the bachelor. Everybody has a good laugh. And then up, here comes the girl. It'll be fun. So the first thing he does is goes out and basically just gets brutally raped by this father and his two sons. (laughs) And man, it will stick in your head for a minute. It's, I, speaking of oh, it, I'll tell you what though it has the most realistic gunshot wound I have ever seen <laughs> in any and it's right up there with like Bud Dwyer <laughs> literally literally dude they I mean you see people get shot in the head all the time in movies and the best you'll get is a little little fart out of the back no this was motherfucking Bud Dwyer <laughs> like this squib was insane. <laughs> Guinea John's very familiar with the Bud Dwyer footage. Why don't you describe it for us, Guinea John? Scarred What's for the life. film? Uh, Drawing Flies? You're still talking oh, about no, that no, one? Oh, no, no, that was a different one. This one's called Vulgar. Oh, it's uh, called Vulgar. You've, okay. seen, you've seen Clerks, yes. the opening scene, uh-huh. with the little boy and the clown, mm-hmm. and the clown goes behind the dressing, the little cartoon. That's what it's based off of. Wow. Yes. That's hilarious. <laughs> they built a movie out of their little animated nonsense Intro, at the right. beginning of it. Wow. So speaking of Jesus. Dante from Clerks, I remember uh, we were up at a, uh, a thing in uh, you know New York, New Jersey, something years back, and he was there. And you know our, our crowd was standing around, and we were all bullshitting outside smoking. And he was telling us at the time he you know he was filming uh, this M Night Shyamalan movie, and he was all excited about. It. He's he had a, he had a role in it. Uh, he was. He's like, oh, you know, I can't really describe the plot too much because, you know, it's all secretive and everything. Uh, so the movie was, was The Happening. I'm like, oh, I saw the trailers. It actually looked really cool. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. You're in it. He's like, yeah, you know, working on it was great. And, you know, he's going off, you know, talking about this role that he had uh, and how, you know, proud he was and, you know, how he couldn't wait for people to see the movie and shit. So I'm like, sweet. You know, the guy's, you know, got a you know, good part in this movie or whatever, you know. So I go to see the happening when it finally comes out, and I'm sitting there and I'm looking for him. And there's a scene. I'm like, "Oh, there he is. He's like driving a jeep." Uh, and then, like a minute later, he fucking dies. He had no dialogue whatsoever. <laughs> it was like almost like had I not specifically known it was him, it wouldn't have even like registered you know, registered right. at all. I was cracking up. I'm like, God, you know, did he like just completely hit the cutting room floor, or was like this his his big thing? I never saw the happening. Yeah, that no, you're, you're... might be 
It's terrible. The worst movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly, I would rather watch Caddyshack two. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would rather watch Godfather three. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I would rather watch uh, Conan uh, the Destroyer. <laughs> I would rather watch. Hold on, hold on, wait. Rewind there. The one I, with... I can at least find some merit for Conan the Destroyer. Yeah, I mean, come on. You got Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You got to like it a little bit. <laughs> I would rather watch Jaws 4. You fucking name it. The Happening is the worst film. It's pretty bad. I've yeah. ever seen. It has no redeeming. It's yeah. like, it's not like The Room. Or, you know, another movie that's so <laughs> bad, like, it hits zero so hard it flips back around to ten. I like right. the girl, though. Isn't it? Like, Zoe Dashnell? Is that oh, yes. I yeah, I like love her. Zoe Dashnell. Right. Like, and it's got, yeah, like it's got um, um, John Leguizamo, who right. I also love. And I generally like Marky Mark. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah, it's one of those movies. But yeah, oh, I remember. Yeah, what yeah, everybody, yeah, everybody's now. killing themselves, and they can't figure out why. Yes. yes uh, um, and it turns out it's the fucking wind. Yeah, it's, people, like it's like everybody's run, wind, they're running. The plants? They're like they running from really the wind. They never really tell you right. what the fuck is going. It's so yeah. piss poor. And the cash should have been better. It's like, you ever seen City by the Sea? Oh, who's in that? James Franco, Robert De Niro, Francis McDormand. No, it's the seen it worst movie I've ever paid money to sit down in a theater and, and watch. And I've seen Pearl Harbor in the theater. <laughs> With, I saw Pearl Harbor in yeah, the me too, too. Me too. With that cast, it should have been amazing. It's the biggest turd I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a scene where De Niro cries at the end and he's not he's not even trying. He's just. <laughs> it was awful. It was the was so bad. James Franco, Academy Award winner Robert De Niro, Academy Award winner Francis McDormand. It's a complete turn. <laughs> City by the Sea. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Ugh. You don't. <laughs> yeah, don't. It's not to do. <laughs> yeah, God, those are some terrible fucking films. Yes. Mm. Agreed on all counts. He's in, he's bragging about being in the happening. What Jesus? Like, Dante. I mean, I guess he didn't know. I mean, I guess you know the movie hasn't come out yet. But you even know. then, M Night was was a sinking ship. Yeah, like that's uh, post after, signs, post village. That's yeah. post what is it, Lady in the Water? Yeah, it's after all that. Yeah. Right. It was kind of like his big comeback <laughs> thing because they were they were they were advertising it like, oh, he he goes R rated for the first time. Ugh. Like they're really pushing that it was going to be like this, you know. Really, honestly, you know, no, that's there's thing. a couple of re- those are the only redeeming. There are some creative deaths, mm-hmm. but you can find those in Jason versus Freddy, and that's right. way more entertaining. Yeah. Or Final Destination, right? right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Uh, although, I will say, I did like I thought, I thought, uh, Split was actually pretty decent. Which one was Split? Uh, the newest one. I haven't yeah. seen that one. Yeah. I like, I liked Unbreakable, yeah, very much. I like that one. I thought so that was Bruce good. Bruce Willis is the superhero. Is that a sequel? Samuel L. Jackson. Or no, but they're making a they're sequel. They're making a sequel. Split, yes. Split mm. is sort of like a sh- offshoot in the same. Okay. That might be a spoiler for Oh, is it? Uh, I Split. didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> good. We don't really, you then don't, I'll have to check that out. It's not a thing. It's not like. But he's like indestructible, plot. right? Bruce yes. Willis is. Yeah. 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 He survives like a train wreck and shit. Right. I have yeah. seen that one. Uh huh. It was fine. That's all right. I can just tell Guinea John over here. He's sitting there thinking, "I have never seen any of right. this." I've shit. seen uh, Unbreakable prior to that one. I've never seen Signs. Not too many. I've of never those. seen. I've never seen um, uh, the Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. Really? I'm missing much. Yeah. I've never seen it. Not missing much with Signs, at least. Sixth Sense. Wow. Sixth Sense was fine. Yeah, Sixth Sense was really good. You awake over there? Bruce Willis in general does <laughs> nothing yeah. for no, me. No, you're right. I like. <laughs> you, you know like, when you I don't like Die Hard. 
Die Hard's all right. It's the best Christmas movie. But Die Hard's only good because that's that's his first. You know, it's like it's like Stallone's good in Rocky and Rambo because that was new. <laughs> that was new. And, I don't know. Exactly. And but in Die Hard, it was brand new. I like Willis when he doesn't play John McClane because he plays John McClane in every fucking movie mm, he does. Right. Like I liked him in uh, Death Becomes Her. Or Hudson Hawk. I like Hudson him. Hawk. No, Hudson <laughs> Hawk. He's just, I, 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 I he's just John McClane singing. He's a singing John McClane in that movie. <laughs> what, what was Andy that Andrew Dice Clay movie? Yeah. Uh, Adventures of Ford Fairlane. Yeah, Ford oh. Fairlane. Uh, this reminds me, this names <laughs> are similar. <laughs> you could slip in Dr. Detroit and make it the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <Yeah. shit. laughs> Dr. Detroit. I bet that's on a three-pack Blu-ray at Walmart, too. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, who was Doctor Detroit? Is that Michael Keaton? Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Don, yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Oh, speaking of Michael Keaton, did you guys see uh, Beetlejuice Two? Is coming out? No. Yeah. And it's got the whole full cast. How really? can it have the yeah. whole full cast? Because ghosts don't age. And Gina that's Davis what I said. Alec Baldwin looked like shit. I said the exact same thing. They can't look. It'd be different if he followed Winona Ryder and like harassed her kids. I could. That's fine. Right. In full Beetlejuice makeup, you're you going to look tell. like Beetlejuice. Right. right. Nobody else can do this in this movie. And you know they're not bringing back uh, uh, Lydia's father. Yeah, because he got busted <laughs> diddling kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking... Uh, the, the fucking Rooney. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Rooney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was in everything. He was in everything in the 80s. For 20 years. He was, he, he was in uh, Deadwood, too. And he was good in it. Oh, no. He was always good. He was yeah. in How High. He's the vice president. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they also just recently I saw finally after years and years and years of talking, they finally greenlit Bill and Ted face the music. I, 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 saw did, that I did see that third, third Bill. And I'm Ted. excited for that. Uh, I'd like to see a third Wayne's World myself. That could be fun. That that would actually be a pretty decent one because to bring back. I, I think. feel yeah. like you could do two things and I and they'd both be hilarious. Number one, it's. 25 years later and they're still and they're doing still, the same shit they're still sitting in their <laughs> shit in their 100 right. year old mom's basement doing a <laughs> shitty show and they're the pathetic old losers right or <laughs> kind of like this podcast exactly, exactly. Yeah. or even better you pick it up right where it left off everybody else in the movie is 25 <laughs> yeah. and they just pretend that these two 60 year old men are the same age as them right and i'd love Either, either one, right? Either way, I'm, uh, I'm right. I'm with you. I'm Dana with you. Carvey's looking pretty rough, so oh, that would be funny. That's just, don't even put me. It'd be like Dumb and Dumber <laughs> too. Exactly. Like, yes. I want these fuckers to look old and haggard. Let's. Which, do it. speaking of awful sequels, Didn't holy fuck! I don't want to see it. It is. I don't ruin I don't that. Ruin it, it is right. terrible. I, I did the same don't thing. I did not watch it on me. purpose. It's so bad. No, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Mike Myers, man, he was huge right around. Late nineties, early two thousand, and he just sort mm-hmm. of disappeared. Yeah, he kind of had like the, those runs of uh, Austin he had the Austin Power yeah, stuff, man. but then he started doing weird shit like Shrek. the Love Guru. That's what killed him. The Love Guru uh, killed him. Oh, Shrek! Right, God, he must have made like billions yeah, off. He those. made a lot of money. You know that was supposed to be Chris Farley originally. Was it really? And yeah. then he died. Wow. And then Mike Myers took it over. Mm-hmm. Did you know Cable Guy was also supposed to be Chris Farley? I did. Yeah, I heard that really? too. Really? Yeah, and when he died, but it was supposed to be goofy. It was supposed to be a goofy, like black sheep esque comedy, right. just instead, with Matthew Broderick right. instead of right. instead of David Spade, who they'd normally have. And they turned it dark. Yeah, they totally yeah. darked it up. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. Have you heard about this weird movie about an Eskimo in the city that has killed? Oh my we god, we were just talking we're about that. Oh, like, oh that god, might have been last week or something. Madness! Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. A, a nook or a took the Eskimo. Yeah, 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 yeah something yeah. like that. We want to try to find That's the script it. and do a live reading of it, like do a, a stage, oh, uh, no. like, like a radio. Uh, it's like the ring. I don't want to do this at all. 
Yeah, apparently it, it took out quite a few people. Right. Yeah, everyone, everyone I like. Yeah. <laughs> from Belushi, it's uh, the reason candy, Phil Hartman so. killed him. <laughs> right, 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 right. him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I miss him more than any of them. I, really. I could. Agree. I love. Yeah, he was good. Hartman was great. Every like, I really like Belushi though. Oh yeah, of course, of course, and he'd still be great. But I feel like John we candy, missed out on uh, so much. High mine with with Phil Hartman. Like, what's the hell's his name? Kevin Nealon in Grandma's Boy. Right. That was Phil Hartman's job. Oh, like I see that. I yeah. see roles for people. I'm like mm-hmm. that. That was Phil Hartman, or what's that one? Is it Baby Mama? Where Steve, <laughs> oh, Martin, Steve Martin is Tina? The, yeah. That's another Phil Hartman. That yeah. should have been Phil Hartman talking about his giant right. dick. Right. <laughs> I did not see Baby I, Mama. I see both of those actually. Oh, and I love Good him in Jingle All the Way when he's fucking uh, all the wives in oh, the yeah? neighborhood. Oh, I Bacon love you. <laughs> oh, I love you, Phil Hartman. You're amazing. Fucking answers the phone, and Arnold. Oh. <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. She's in the shower. Yeah, I'll tell her. Oh. No! <laughs> so, damn. <laughs> Fucking Arnold's wife on the side. Phil Hartman. Even, dude, even news radio was fantastic. I love news radio. News radio was phenomenal, and it was because of Phil Hartman. I don't, I don't know if you have Crackle, but it's a little... I don't. It's free streaming service, just like Netflix, but they have, they have it. You oh, can really? watch some old news radios. I watched a season and a half. Man, Joe Rogan's amazing. Yeah. Dave Foley's amazing. Uh, Steven Root. Who's Bill in King of the Hill? Right, and he's uh, what's his name? In, Milton uh, in Office Space. Yes, Milton yes. in Office Space. He was in Boardwalk Empire too. Remember, he's the dignified old Southern uh, right, detective right. with the most impeccable vocabulary <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. I love that character. <clears throat> yeah, he shows up all the time and stuff. Yeah, he was good in Boardwalk Empire too. He was. I loved him. I love James Cromwell in Boardwalk Empire. There are a lot of people that should have had bigger roles Michael in that Shannon. show. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah. And everything just went downhill when Jimmy left, but he was such I've I've heard, I've read a lot about it. Apparently he was just a dick. The actor to play the Jimmy Darmody. He was just really? a real fucking hassle. <laughs> huh. That's and they a shame. just they wanted him gone. Because you yeah. notice you haven't seen him. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah you don't see I mean, him. Yeah. you guys watch Game of Thrones? Mm-hmm. Oberyn got narco immediately after they killed him off. <laughs> like everybody that leaves that show usually goes on and does something right, after they right. kill him. Unless you're a Stark, because the only other thing act. I saw Jimmy in was uh, it was it was before Boardwalk Empire, but yeah. it, it was a movie about like it might even be based on true events. But these kids murdered their friend and then tried to they fed him to the Crocs and eventually in Florida and then he got busted. Oh, I forget. Damn. It was a weird movie. That does sound weird. I forget what the fuck it was t- called, but I'm pretty sure it was based on true events. But that's the only thing I ever recognized him from. He would have made a good F. Scott Fitzgerald. Uh, he kind of looked a lot like him. And they did a show about Zelda Fitzgerald on Amazon. It, was, it only ran one season. Christina Ricci played Zelda Fitzgerald. Yeah, I could see that. Zelda uh, Fitzgerald was an answer on Jeopardy today. Oh, that? yeah? Really? No, yeah. I, I was not no, watching the whole thing. I had to work. <laughs> Slaving away. Teacher's tournament. I like the teachers' ones. I like yeah, the teachers, and I like the college. They're always good because they really up the questions, right? Because you know they're educators, and they or they're being currently educated, so you know they can go a little bit deeper than. Yeah. Uh, Ted's a mechanic. He's from West Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Anybody remember that awesome Alex Trebek story from when he was hosting the Spelling Bee a few years ago in Canada? No. So it's in the spelling bee, 
and basically, he's standing up there in a full leg cast. They're like, what the hell happened? Well, I blew out my Achilles. You blew out your Achilles? He's like, yeah, I was laying in my hotel room, and I suddenly woke up for some reason and saw someone trying to take money out of my wallet. So I put on my underwear, I hopped out of bed, chased her down the hall, and my Achilles just blew out. Really? Jeez. So you woke up after you just passed out with your underwear off to see a woman helping herself to money from your wallet. Can't you just tell us you bought a hooker? I don't understand why you're beating around the bush here, Alex. We're not going to judge you. You can buy a hooker if you'd like one. I'll take whore ads for 200 <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. There's this yeah, thing on YouTube where it's like collecting all the awkward things he said like to contestants. Like there's this one Indian <laughs> there's this one Indian dude misses a question about India and he says something like, Oh, hurts to miss that one. Vicious, <laughs> 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 uh, cutthroat Canadians. <laughs> Fucking Trebek. Oh, he's great. Jesus. Oh, Trebek. Spelled your name on a snowbank, of course. It was a mother's handwriting. <laughs> she held my pen. Uh, oh. It never gets old. So, yeah. So, I guess on that note, we can probably wrap this thing up. Uh, wrap that rascal. Hour and a half, man. Keep it wrapped. Well, thanks for being on, Scott. Oh, I yes. a, 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 round, a round of applause. Oh, thank you. Our special guest. I can't wait to do it again. Our special non-Polish guest. Uh, yeah. Luck of the Irish. <laughs> you usually, usually stick to the polls, do you? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I'm Jeff. They call me Bruce. Guinea Juan. <laughs> and Scotty Monahan. Signing off. Taking the cynic route. Bye-bye. Adios. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Route. If you guys want to contact us or follow us through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can get all of our handles at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas, you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. And if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare, you can check out our Patreon page. Any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff. So until next time, like, download, and share. Taking the Cynic Route.